Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Monday, March 21st, 2022, we're back at it. National Countdown Day, which I think is like three, two, one, like go. You know, like it's not like a countdown to like any like day in particular, but okay. just m- mix in some countdowns when you get the chance today, I guess. It's episode 90. <laughs> Alex, what's up? Three, two, one. Yeah, I'm good. Um, <laughs> live, live from Edmonton today. I haven't mentioned it yet. We're we're on the power play. Um, yeah, penalty kill. Penalty kill. Yeah, penalty kill. Actually, one of our guys are just you know the classic trip to Mexico while you're in school, like the classic, yeah. like literally no reason to be going to Mexico, but you just kind of decided to go. And the classic three days notice, like, hey guys, by mm. the way, I'm going to Mexico. Like the classic, yeah. like. I don't know if I'm going to Mexico, but like I might, I'll figure it out in the next 72 hours. Yeah. Yeah. And then just, just so you guys are aware. Yeah. <laughs> haven't like, classic. Haven't you already been on spring break? <laughs> yeah. I'm just doing another one. <laughs> yeah. Classic. One of those. Um, sometimes you got to double up, make it two. Adam. What's up? What's up? Uh, yeah, I'm just uh, a little, I got a lot of work ahead of me today, you know? Um, first race, yeah, big day. Of, yeah, on the penalty kill. So you know, I always got to step my roll up a little bit. Um, a lot of F one in the news recently, so I'm trying to make Owen proud there. <laughs> Let's go. I'm sure you will, because I, I, I don't know if you know this about me, but I know nothing. Yeah. So you could lie to me for a couple minutes, and it would be okay. I'm Same sure here. that would work out. Yeah, it's episode ninety. Um, still on the onlines. Maybe another one online. We'll see. Guess kind of depends what happens. Missing Owen. Um, I think we'll probably mix in some F1 for him, like you said. Maybe we'll talk some Jays. I don't know. I don't know what he was really thinking. He Adam, you did ask if he had anything you wanted to relay the people. Does he have any message to let people know? Uh, no. So just in case people are curious, I did ask Owen, hey, like any winners, any losers, like any hot take you want me to like pull out? And he just liked the message and didn't say anything so i don't know he's just enjoying his vacation i guess another classic mm-hmm. yeah yeah another. i uh i was watching the tournament as one does and i messaged him to see you know do you have internet down there do you have cable or are you watching the games he goes uh, everybody just went to bed so i think i'm going to be able to get a good stream the internet's not so good so then he he the game was like over it was like two minutes gone and he was texting me the play-by-play of four minutes to go in the game oh. i was like okay so, so we're a little behind but it's okay you found a stream anyway big weekend for the nfl as far as trades go huge weekend um, it was the tournament as well, which was great. We'll talk about that later. But I think first, you know, we are a football show normally. We're going to run out of football stuff to talk about for the next, like, five months after this one. So I guess we'll start Friday. A big trade. Deshaun Watson on the move, going to the Browns. Five years, $230 million, all guaranteed to make him go to the Browns. You guys all said on the last show you wanted to see him go there. What was your first reactions there, Alex? I was... Um... I was really surprised and I'm really curious to hear maybe like if, if they end up leaking any info about like what actually changed his mind. Cause 
I thought it was pretty clear that like they weren't they were out, right? Because they like started with the whole Baker isn't our quarterback, like we're going all in on Deshaun, and then they cooled off when they were saying I think only the Falcons and the Saints were the were the finalists for that. So I was pretty shocked that he audibled. I mean, you have a chance to go to Atlanta, and I know Atlanta's not a great team, but like it's your hometown. Like you kind of, I thought that was the most logical option for him, and then you audible and you just like wipe out both those teams and you like demand a trade to Cleveland. Like I, I know they have a really talented roster, but like Cleveland out of all cities, like we know, you know, Cleveland's Cleveland. Right. So um, I don't know. Do we call them contenders yet? I might have to see, like, like you said, we got to figure out if he's going to get a suspension or not. Um, but yeah, I think it's a great move. Yeah. I think sort of what changed his mind was that Cleveland, from, from what I understood, Cleveland decided they were out and then Baker told them, I don't care what you do. I'm not I'm not coming back. I'm not interested in playing for you anymore. And then they were like, "Okay, then we'll just try harder at getting Deshaun." Like they okay. were sort of half in the water cuz they had Deshaun and then when Baker was like, "I'm out." They were like, "All right, then we'll do a fully guaranteed. We'll do this, we'll do yeah. that." Yeah. Loaded it all up. I think that's sort of what happened. But uh I don't know. You think they're a contender, Adam? Yeah, uh like we said on the last show, I definitely think they're one of the better teams in the AFC and um even with Baker, they had a really good year before last year. So I just, I obviously think Deshaun Watson's really good. I'm not going to say I'm a fan of him, but um, I think he's really good. And I think he makes them a really dangerous team. And he has some weapons around him. So that team looks good. Yeah, some weapons. Can you think of any by name, maybe? I don't know. Is there one you were implying there? I don't know. Uh, I'm not not sure. He's oh, not well-versed okay. yet on the Cleveland roster. He's got to do some yeah. research. I don't know. They're yeah. wide receivers. Peoples Jones, yet. though. I know you like him. <laughs> yeah, DPJ. Yeah. <laughs> Austin Safarian Jenkins, big fan. Um, I think as far as what they gave up, the full package was three first-rounders, a, f- a third, and a fifth that went back. It seemed like there was maybe going to be more. I think, though, for the Texans, like the Texans are as, as anonymous as it gets, and they're in the AFC, which is stacked. And I know Davis Mills has some positive buzz. Owen, if he was here, he would be pounding the drum, like, look out for the Texans, sleeper for 7-10 and 10 next year. Mm-hmm. But I, I will say, I think they're like a doormat next year. They'll get walked over. But as far as for a guy who is never going to play for you again, three first-round picks, pretty decent return. I, I'm pretty okay with it. I think they're sort of starting to build something. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, uh, three first-round picks is great. I'd... I'm still more on the side that I would be trading my first round picks to get a to get a star like that. But yeah, like if if they can hit on on you know two two out of those three picks and get some good players, um, definitely they can you know round up the roster. And like you said, like a guy that's like not ever gonna play for you again. Um, I guess they were just kind of lucky that uh, that there was some competition for him there. There were about four or five teams that were you know willing to pay that price. Um, and then really just bidding against each other. You, you want to go with Mills. The guy not interested in being there, so yeah. it, it sort of makes everything else irrelevant. I will say, uh, it seems like kind of a combustible situation, to say the least. Like, the Browns are no the Browns are no guarantee of, you know, overcoming the incompetence that's made them the Browns for the last 20 years. This guy, I mean, he is great when he's on the field, but he's got as many problems as anybody in football, really. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens there. It just seems like it's a very very combustible situation, like I said. I think lastly on this massive L 
for Carolina and the Falcons that they that they weren't even able to close on this. Like the Saints, I know they were in there, but the Saints are the Saints. They'll they're going back to Jameis. Like they'll be okay. But the Falcons and the Panthers with just two huge strikeouts. I think the Panthers in particular, they've yeah. swung and missed on everybody for the last five years since they got rid of Cam. And they they've been in these rumors every single year. Which one do you think sort of took the bigger L there in that situation? As soon as you said those two teams, I agreed. But yeah, like you said, I think the Panthers are the biggest L here. Like with the Falcons, like you still have Matt Ryan and I think he's still like a competent quarterback. Like we saw the Falcons like the last couple of years, they still win these crazy games. Like they'll be in these shootouts. Like I just trust, I just trust Matt Ryan, but Carolina, oh my gosh, like whatever quarterback they go with, like it's scary. Like I'm scared of Darnold. I'm scared of pj walker pj washington like like all these quarterbacks that they have man they just seem so incompetent and um and I, i'm i don't know what they offered for deshaun but i would have been willing to give like four or five first round picks like literally any like i would have pulled the colin coward like as long as he every Nine. year that he's on the panthers i would give them a first round pick so um the panthers definitely are taking a big l on this one what do you think adam um i think uh sneaky one is the Colts I think the Colts could have used him and uh I don't know what they're gonna have to deal with now they're probably gonna have to pick up the Baker scrap so that's a that's a sneaky pretty big loser there I feel bad for the Colts fans I was talking I was actually talking to a Colts fan today and he's like what yeah I was talking to one today and he's like what do you think of the Deshaun Watson Trey and I told him my thoughts and he's like yeah um I think we're gonna have Baker now and That's, you can mm. you could just see the despair in his eyes. I felt bad. <laughs> I think we're gonna have Baker now as a depressing realization <laughs> yeah. as a fan. I don't wish that on anybody. That's a good comparison though, because I think both the Colts and the Browns have really good rosters all around. Like when you look at them, they're both like ready to compete. Um, but yeah, like when you gotta settle, it's tough. Yeah, very tough. Very tough. I like how we can talk about Baker here. He did ask for a trade from the Browns. Classic, you know you can't fire me I quit type of situation <laughs> yeah. there yeah. um pretty embarrassing look but I will say he did sort of initiate hey I'm I want to go to the Colts and it was leaked out into the media pretty clearly from his camp and the Colts were kind of like cool we're not really that interested in having you so uh you're gonna have to wait this one out they said the Seahawks were the most likely team to pick him up which mm. I think to be honest, he's got to be willing. And I said this before. I said this a few shows ago, and I've had people say it's true to me. There's no better move you can make than sit a year and make me forget how bad you actually are. It's worked with Trubisky. It worked with Mike McCarthy. It got him the Cowboys job. Worked with Doug Peterson. It's going to work for everybody. So if he was just willing to be like, okay, I'm going to go to the Bills, and I'm going to hold the clipboard, and I'm going to back up Josh Allen, I think that would be a good career move. But what do you guys think he should do? Where do you want him to see him end? Yeah, that's definitely his best career move um i was saying on the last show i i wonder if he's willing to be a backup but obviously it's baker so he's not going to want to do that but it is a smart move to jump ahead of the train and be like yo i need the colts because you know baker needs yeah. that running game and all of that and you know maybe get ahead in the games and don't look as bad and then try to move somewhere else or you know compete with that roster the wins yeah yeah i respect that move like yo give me the Colts. Like see, I, I need to go to that team. And I agree. He needs to go to that team. If his career has any chance. Yeah. I feel like the Colts would also be good. I love how like Phil said, he's like, I'm demanding a trade to the Colts. It's like, well, the Colts aren't necessarily demanding a trade for you. Exactly. Like, hold on. They'll see if there's anybody else out there. And then maybe like 
go back. Um, probably he's probably like, yeah, the Colts have a great medical staff. Like my shoulder won't be effed up from like the Browns, you know, <laughs> like I'm sure some story will, will leak out how the Browns like intentionally hurt his shoulder to get Deshaun Watson, some crazy stuff like that. But him on the Seahawks, I feel like I'd be hallucinating if he was on the Seahawks. Like, I'm not even joking. There's just something about him in a Seahawks jer- jersey and, and helmet that would just be so – that like that's just like a trade-over, I think, you're doing in Madden. Like, I can't even – like, him with Pete Carroll, oh, my gosh. I yeah, feel like that I would think... – I don't think that would end well. <laughs> I don't think it would end well either, but I think I could kind of see it happening, to be honest. Like, the first, like, three months, you'd have the Bleacher Report accounts tweeting out, like, don't write off Baker. He's not done yet. Yeah. And uh, I don't think things would go very well. Yeah, so that would, that would be hard to watch. Yeah. I think. Also, do we think he was, I think it's fair to say he was capping about staying off social media. Cause as soon as Schefter got a whiff of the Deshaun Watson to the Browns, like this guy was already like, he already had his statement ready and everything. So he was in the notes app for yeah. sure. So like he was for sure not staying off the social media. <laughs> no, he was lying. That was turned out to be a huge lie. So that's tough. But uh, lastly on this, I think AFC quarterbacks, I think three first-round picks looks a lot worse for the Browns when you go through, like, the other quarterbacks in the AFC. Like, okay, cool, you picked up Deshaun Watson, but you still got to go against, you know, Josh Allen, Lamar, Burrow, Trubisky, Herbert, Mahomes, uh, (laughs) Derek Carr, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. I tried to slip him in there. It almost worked out for me. But no, like he's probably like the seventh best quarterback in the AFC, maybe sixth. I don't yeah. know. Would you ha- rather have him or Lamar? I disagree. I I like how you sneak or snuck Trubisky in there. That was slick. Um, it, it was it was good because it was in the middle. But I just cracked myself up. Mac so Jones. It off. Yeah. It, well, don't forget him. Yeah. yeah. Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. No one was here. He would make sure I had that one in there. No, I mean the last time we saw him play, he was like a probably a top five QB in the league, like total. So I can't say he's not gonna be one again. I mean, I I don't know what a year. I'm not a professional quarterback, so I don't know what a year of sitting does to you. But he was uh, probably top four quarterback in the league. So I think he's definitely better than Lamar and probably competing with Herbert and all of them. But I guess we'll see. I don't know if he's been sitting out a year and he's still got these like lawsuits out. Like I'm, I'm, I'm still thinking that he will get some sort of a sus- suspension and especially like how loaded the AFC is. Like you can't afford to have your starting quarterback out for five, six games. And I don't know who their backup is. Like, I know they just shipped Keenum to the bills. So um, I have no idea. I, like, I don't even know who their backup is. Right. So um, I think it might be tough to, once you lose that ground, I think like the competition is just going to be too stiff to, 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 to make it up. So, um, I'm going to have to see where he, ha- where he is after missing, you know, a year and a half, um, if he's still there. So, uh, of course, like, obviously he's, you know, top 10, like, I'm not going to say he's not, but I-, I have to wait and see. But you compare it to the NFC, like if I was him, I just would have so much rather been there. I got yeah. Rogers, Brady, Stafford, Duck. Okay, yeah, we're gonna throw him in there. Yeah. Um, Kyler Murray is elite. Yeah, uh huh. Leader He's of men. Another, yeah, uh huh. Maybe Baker on the Seahawks, and that's, that's pretty, pretty much it. Yeah, uh huh. You don't know I, if you're making the playoffs. Actually, you're right. He would have rather gone to the AFC. I think. He, I think you're right. <laughs> um, this is a big one. Thursday afternoon, a shocking move. Nobody saw it coming. Alex, 
Las Vegas Raiders scooping up Devontae Adams for a first and a second round pick, which I think is a very reasonable price. They lock him up right away. Five years, $141 million. They said right away the Packers did offer him over the five years, $141 million, but he was just not interested. He simply just wanted to be a Raider, and that was the move that he asked for. So kind of a very surprising move. I would have loved to have seen Aaron Rodgers' reaction. They said he knew about this when he re-signed. That could be a cap or not on its own because he's going to be thrown to create a players next year. But, I mean, what was your reaction? You're the Raiders fan. I don't mean to take the spotlight from you. No, yeah, I was I was actually super hyped um, when, when I heard the news. Were you? I, just a bit, just a bit. Anytime you can get the best <laughs> wide receiver in the NFL, I think I think it's fair to be hyped. Um, Are you forgetting Christian Kirk? Mm. Yeah, he well, we're gonna have to wait this year because you know Christian Kirk might actually take the crown. Yeah, it's true. Any yeah, Bulky's yeah, Bulky was like, nah, like I'm not <laughs> trading for Adams. I'm I'm gonna get Kirk. Um, I wasn't too surprised. I, I don't know. I feel like some people are acting that he's surprised that he's leaving the Packers. Um, you know, like oh well, Rogers, like you're leaving Rogers. Like I, you know, I don't know if you'll have the same production, but. Like we we all know about the connection he has with Carr. Like I feel like it's been in like they've been wanting to play with each other forever. Um, you trade Green Bay for Las Vegas, um, and and you kind of go to a team where, I mean, I think he's clearly a bigger star than Carr. Like it's it's kind of his team, right? Like he's the he's yeah. the main guy there, and you don't have to kind of be in Rogers' shadow. You don't have to be in Rogers' drama, um, and you get paid. Like it's, it's great. I know he maybe missed out on a bit of money there in green Bay, but like, I'm sure he can make up just marketing himself in, in Vegas. Like it'll be great for him. So um, I'm, I'm excited. I know he's, he's kind of still up. He's 29, 30. um, But I still, still think that he'll get a few more, few, few good years there um, with Carr, And I'm excited. Yeah. And you build quite an offense all of a sudden, like Carr. I know Carr's past 30 but he's gonna have quite the weapons at his disposal there with Renfro and Waller and him and you don't have Zay Jones anymore but that's tough yeah because he adds a new dynamic with that hair yeah that's exactly what I was gonna say that that haircut is one in a million yeah um Adam you're probably the biggest Rogers guy I know what do you what do you expect from him next year what do you think his next move is gonna be are we gonna see some sort of cryptic Monday night gratitude here or what's the situation um I don't know. He's probably going to come up with like a Thursday trend. I don't think Monday Night Gratitude is going to come back. But um, that's too bad because I was really loving Monday Night yeah, Gratitude. I think we're all fans. We we might have to post our own Monday Night Gratitude um, when the episode comes out. Good idea. Yeah. Um, but I think Alex dropped a couple hot takes. I don't think the Vegas Mark. I can't tell if like you're being sarcastic three times, like most of the time when you say things. But <laughs> what <laughs> what did I say? I can guarantee there was nothing sarcastic about what I said there. Okay, well, I don't know if the if Vegas is like a better NFL market than Green Bay, so I don't know how. Well, um, well, come like, on, like NFL market, yeah, Green Bay is probably like more fans, but like living situation, yeah, living, that, yeah, living situation. Can I can I actually just add? I'm I'm a bit sad that I didn't include this in my cap or not um, last episode because this guy, my guy Maximus at Condor Season five days ago on Twitter said. Apparently, someone on on Reddit, uh, Reddit's sister-in-law, works directly with Devontae Adams' agent and said that a trade to the Raiders is happening sometime this week. Take this with a grain of salt, but these crazy-sounding Reddit rumors have come true before. So, shout-out to my guy, man. That's why I kind of wasn't surprised. You know, Reddit can always have some, like, sneaky 
sneaky info. So, so shout out to my guy. I like how that that was what made Alex. That, he wasn't surprised. Yeah, that. He after saw, that, he I saw wasn't the tweet surprised. and he's like, "Oh, like we he bought the yeah. DHK jersey before they signed." Yeah, him. yeah. yeah exactly. He's like, "Schefter, I heard this a week ago, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. step your game Where up. Where have dude. you been, dude? Ever heard a Reddit guy? <laughs> like, get on it. Um, I think honestly, the Packers they're out of space for receivers, so I don't really know what they're gonna do. They said that last year, I mean, he, and we all watched the playoff game. I saw some fans were saying this is probably a good thing because he was only comfortable throwing the ball to Adams in that playoff game. Adams and Aaron Jones was the only two guys. So they were saying this is kind of a good thing that we can sort of replace him by committee. But at the same time, like, you want, you're throwing to Equinemius St. Brown now. Like, that, that's it. Lazard. Yeah. That's all they have left. So and. And it's no like, you know, with the Packers, it's never a guarantee that they're even going to use those picks on wide receivers. And it, even if they do, I feel like Rodgers is the least like accommodating and supportive guy for a rookie wide receiver to come in there in Green Bay and produce like, like even anywhere near Adams level. So I, I'm, I'm really, uh, it'll be weird to see. I mean, this has happened. Similar situations have happened in the past. Uh, the one I'm thinking of is when Calvin Johnson retired and the Lions offense basically ran through him and every Stafford pass was like going to Calvin Johnson. And then they're like, oh, this is going to be a terrible year for him. Like they're going to have no success. And then the next year, all his stats got better. And people are like, how is this possible? But it's just when you're when you don't have that pressure of throwing to that number one receiver all the time and you can just kind of spread the ball around, sometimes quarterbacks do better. So I'm not that like I think it's possible that he's still fine. Yeah, but the Lions are winning like four games a year. That's the only difference between the two. Yeah, but you would expect like when you lose a generational talent like Calvin Johnson that your quarterback play goes down, but it actually went up. So just quoting some history there. That's it. Let's go history. I Let's like go. that. A little, little, de- little devil's advocate there. Nothing wrong with that. Um, the Raiders, I think we'll, we'll see what happens with them, but that AFC West is so deep that I think they might be able to scratch out a wild card, but it's going to be such a dogfight in that division. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very fun to watch, so we'll see what happens. A little interesting that they all decide to go off at the same time. Just, you know, maybe one of you should say, hey, I'm out. I'm out. out. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, we'll go through some bins here. We went through some bins on the last show. Uh, just two bins left. So offensively, we saw Allen Robinson go to the Rams. Juju on the way to the Chiefs. Robert Woods going to the Titans. Raheem Mostert went to the Dolphins. Uh, Adam, James Washington to your Cowboys. Big move. And uh, well, this morning we saw Lyle Collins go to the Bengals. So if there was any on there that you guys wanted to talk about, go right ahead. I kind of want to talk about uh, your boy Juju because mm. like people are acting like he's Devontae Adams. They're like, whoa. <laughs> Like, in the same day, Adams went to the Raiders and Juju went to the Chiefs. Like, I don't even know if this guy is going to beat out McCole Hardman. Like, you know, seriously. He won't. Like, so. he won't. Um, so, you know, if he wasn't good with Ben, there's no way he's going to be good with Mahomes. Um, so, I, I think people are putting a little too much stock into, like, Juju just becoming, like, what we saw he was in his rookie year and stuff. So, um, I think I think people should pump the brakes on that a little bit. Um, also, Ad, I actually liked the uh, uh, Tennessee move there to get Robert Woods. I know he came, you know, tore his ACL, but I still think he's a super productive player. Um, he's super talented, right? So if you get him in, and it, it can't be much worse than Julio Jones. Like, there's no way. 
Like I think if you were you, you were good with one percent of Julio Jones, adding Robert Woods is going to be much better for your team um, along with Brown. So I, I like that move by the Titans. It's kind of sneaky. Yeah. Very, very much so. I agree with that. I will say quickly on Juju, I think that rookie year, the further we remove ourselves from it, the more you realize like, oh, it, it might pay dividends to play next to Antonio Brown in his prime. It just might yeah. be okay to be the guy lining up across from him. Yeah. And especially when Roethlisberger was playing as, he well, as well as he was back then, mm-hmm. then it really wasn't hard at all. But Adam, you have any you like there? Um, I mean, congrats to Alan Robinson. He... Always, we always talk about how he's just a good receiver that never had a quarterback. So I guess he has a chance to prove that maybe he is a good receiver. So I guess this is the make or break year. Take him in fantasy, you know, sneaky fantasy pick there. That could be a good one. Um, and Lyle Collins, he uh, he sent some pretty cringe text to Joe Burrow. I don't know if you guys saw that, but I mean, no, what did he say? Burrow. He like apparently as soon as he signed, he sent Joe Burrow a text and he's like, "Your new bodyguard's in town. Like no one's touching you." Oh like God. okay, uh, <laughs> relax. Okay. As if the yeah. Bengals didn't need any more cringy players. Yeah. So um, and he's he's like, yeah, this is the perfect fit for me. All of that. So I mean, he's a good player. So good for him and good for Joe getting some protection. So I mean, that's a good move. Obviously, they needed a tackle and they got it. So can I actually just quick on the topic of bodyguards? I gotta expose my own guys. <laughs> Um, as soon as Devontae Adams got traded to the Raiders, Crosby oh. actually tweeted the same freaking thing. He's like, yeah, me and Chandler Jones are your bodyguards, dude. Like, whatever you need, like, we got it. I'm like, what's with this bodyguard stuff, guys? Come on. Yeah. Well, bodyguards are in, apparently. That's the new Okay. Move. Uh-huh. You celebrate it. Uh, I was surprised you didn't say James Washington, Adam, because at 6 <laughs> no, o'clock. Oh, no, I was, because it's 6 o'clock Central Time on Friday. 31 of 32 NFL teams had signed a free agent, and the Cowboys were still waiting it out, just trying to see what they could pick up for the low, and then scooping my boy James Washington. I mean, that's a big move. That's big plays only, so respect to you guys on that one. Uh, quarterback bin, there's not a lot of defensive stuff to talk about, so quarterback bin. Uh, the Browns picked up Jacoby Brissett for their Ow. backup job, if that's what you were wondering. So a lot of handoffs coming from him. Jameis back to the Saints. Case Keenum to the Bills, like you said. Matt Ryan got a – or not Matt Ryan. Matt Stafford got a four-year 160 extension. And then I put Johnny Hecker to the Panthers in there because they literally might have to play him at quarterback at this rate <laughs> with the way things are going. I'd be very surprised if they were like, oh, all right, like, Darnold, year five, like, let's go. Trot it out there. So if you had anything on those QBs, go right ahead. I'm th- I'm thinking like Hecker to the Panthers is yeah. he's going to be the best thing for them because that's the farthest the ball's going to go down the field. Yeah. Oh yeah, is him punting the shit out of that thing. Like it won't be because Darnold's making plays. It'll be him. Like that'll be the best uh, offense they get all 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 game. Um, but uh, yeah, that's kind of the one that stands out for me. Good on the Panthers there, M- making up for the uh, L on Deshaun. Very much so. Yeah, Hecker did have a down year. Um, if you watch Isaac Punts on YouTube, he had a he had a pretty bad year, but uh they call him playoff Hecker for a reason. So if the Panthers can squeeze him into the playoffs somehow, then maybe they'll get some production out of him. Who knows? Maybe they will. Who knows? Uh that'll do for the NFL stuff today. It was March Madness weekend. We don't have Owen with us, which is tough because, you know, we could really use him on a day like today to talk about it. But I watched as much basketball as I've watched probably in my life over the last four days. This was been this has been a very enjoyable weekend for me. 
Um, did you guys catch any? Did you latch onto any teams through the first weekend here? Do you have one that you're riding all the way? How are your brackets looking? Anything with the first week? Yeah, I think yeah. I mean, everyone's brackets, I guess, busted uh, busted by this uh, at this point. Um, uh, I've been I've been watching some of the games, not as many as you. I caught a couple um, that were interesting. The one uh, here, the one yesterday went down to the wire. Oh yeah, it was North Carolina and Baylor. Baylor. Yeah, that was a insane game. Um, maybe one of the best, I guess, uh, so far in the first couple of days. Um, that was a really good one. Uh, I guess we'll probably talk about St. Peter's because that's kind of the the big story storyline heading in here. Um, and uh, yeah, I think the games have been pretty entertaining here um, so far. Yeah. Uh-huh. Adam, Texas Tech still moving on. Tight one today, but they got it through. Yeah, they're looking good. Um, I mean, I don't want to hate on our expert that we brought on the show, but he named a couple of good five seeds that had a possibility of making a run, and they did not make a run. So yeah. Tough for Ethan, but uh, my bracket's not looking bad. I mean, I might have had one of those five seeds in my final four, but other than that, I, I'm looking okay as long as Texas Tech keep, keeps it up. So, yeah, Ethan named three five seeds that he liked, and all of them got bounced pretty much immediately. And the five seed he said don't take is in the Sweet 16. Yeah. So that that was a tough look for Ethan through the first weekend. But other than that, I think, I mean, the big story, St. Peter's, like Alex said, our boy Doug Eater is, is one of the most audacious-looking jump shots to dominate college basketball games I've ever seen. He pulls out the two-hand set shot, and they're just all cash. St. Peter's is a is a fascinating bunch, and that one's wide open now with no Baylor and no Kentucky in there. I'd be pretty shocked if they made a Final Four still, but it's still a pretty good story. I think outside of that, Michigan keeps moving on as well. Should mention them, 11 seed to get there. Iowa State, we saw Auburn lose tonight, which is tough. Auburn was my national champion, so to see mm-hmm. them tap out to Miami, that's not exactly what you like to see, but hey, I was already hooped anyway, so I might as well just get the full thing. Uh, we'll talk more about the Sweet 16 in the next show and everything. So, Because Owen's not here, I think it's only right that you know hockey trade deadline is tomorrow. Alex probably watches more hockey than almost any other sport, I think. Is that fair mm-hmm. to say? Yeah, it's t- basketball and hockey. It's really just I get uh, I get into phases. Mm. Um, fair to say, I think I'm in my hockey phase right now, and it switches every two weeks. Yeah, yeah I'm in my hockey phase right now, given the trade deadline. You're switch on, switch off type of guy. Yes, yeah, yeah. go through it. So I think because Owen's not here, it's only right we. We give the people a little knowledge here because I'll read this off to you. You watch quite a bit. Odds to win the East right now because the deadline is tomorrow, so there could be some stuff to change. But right now, Florida is the favorites, plus 275. Carolina, plus 350. Tampa Bay, plus 400. And then I think if you put Toronto at plus 600, you are burning money, but that's just me. Pittsburgh plus 750, Boston plus 850, Rangers Capitals 9 to 1. Did you have one that you liked there as far as an East team to go? Yeah, just you're burning money if you're picking the Leafs. Um, There's a good, I think it's almost a lock that they either play Tampa, Carolina, or Florida um, in the first round. Yeah. Um, And shout out, shout out to my boy Wit, Wit Dog. Um, He doesn't think like, it's. I don't know if they'll win a game. Um, that yeah. was his take, and I completely agree. I don't know if they'll win a playoff game against any of those teams because they're so stacked. Um, offense, defense, goalie. The Leafs, are, they look like they're in shambles right now. I mean, you know, they traded for Giordano. Good for them. But, like, oh, my gosh, that team is in shambles. In regards to, like, who I'm liking, 
I've always kind of liked Carolina. Like they're just a team, I think that, and in hockey, this happens quite a bit, like where like two, three years in a row, you keep coming up short, like whether it's semifinals or Eastern conference finals, and then you just break through that one year. Um, I'm a bit hesitant on Florida because I still don't think they've got that experience. And like, I don't know, it just seems weird that the one year they're good, they just go all the way. Um, so I, I kind of like the Hurricanes there. I think they've got good value. And then Tampa is just when you thought like, okay, maybe they kind of, you know, slow down this year. No, like we're once again, like we're trading for some of the best players. They get uh, Hagel. Um, that guy is an unbelievable star. Um like, I mean, he's so good. Taves and Kane were, like, absolutely pissed that, that he was off the team. Like, that tells you how good the guy is. Um, they get Nick Paul, too, from the Senators, which is, like, another good depth piece. So, um, I, I, I almost feel like Tampa's the no-brainer, but I just, I, I'm going to add the Hurricanes there as well. Yeah, I, I subscribe to the same theory that you do, that it's just about coming back every couple years. It's not, like, exactly. year after year, you just got to be there, and then one year you'll kick the door down. I don't like the Kings in 2012 is about the only team I can remember that just like showed up and was like, all right, like we're going on a run, but that's so rare that I don't see it happening. I think you're right. I think Florida, I think Florida is really good. I think Florida is probably the best regular season team, but I still think Tampa is probably the best pick. It's, they just have the best goalie. Like it's, it's going to be too hard to pick against them. Like best goalie. And maybe the best coach, like it's yeah. it's really kind of, that's kind of what it comes down to in the playoffs. Yeah, and winning three cups in a row would be literally insane. I don't think I'd ever see that in my life. So, if they could do it, that'd be crazy. But Adam, you have one you wanted to pick there. You don't watch a lot of hockey, so you've been you've been taking the back burner. I like Tampa. Okay, all right, good. Let's go, Phil. Do you want to talk about our teams a bit? Yeah, I do. I like do. Just, I, just I have, a bit. Yeah, I have the West odds because it's Colorado. Oh, yeah, yeah. Colorado okay, plus one fifty. Uh, Calgary's plus 350 Vegas is plus 700 burning money burning money yeah. uh, Edmonton 10 to 1 Minnesota 10 to 1 St. Louis 10 to 1 that's the West odds so it's really a two horse race it seems like as far as the odds go yeah I mean I'd love love Calgary um, I guess they'll be my first pick obviously and um, yeah where do I where do I start with Calgary I don't know I think <laughs> I think We've had, we've had a good, good regular season. And I think we have some like Mark having Markstrom's huge. Like you said, you absolutely need a, a top five goalie. I feel like anytime a team wins the cup, they have a top five goalie on their team. Um, so I think you kind of, you can check that off. I think the defense has been playing well, like Sutter's got the boys, um, you know, ready. Um, and, and we play good defense. And then offensively, I, the only, my only concern is that um, if the first line kind of slows down, I think, um, I've seen that happen before where like our top line would slow down in a couple games and then it's, it's a wash. So I hope that, you know, if the first line does slow down that the second and third line can kind of pick up the slack. I pray to God that Monaghan gets traded in the next like 12 hours, but I don't think that's going to happen. Him just being on the team is scary. Cause that guy, um, not only is he's a, is he a zero, he's an absolute negative on the team. Like he just gives the puck away. He's a minus and, and a lot of goals are scored when he's on the ice. Um, so yeah, but if, if I'm, you know, going to pick a team other than Calgary, um, I don't want to pick Colorado. Colorado's there's still something about Colorado. That's a little weird to me. These guys keep, keep getting there. And then I don't know the goalie and McKinnon Landis Cogs out. I don't know if he'll be back. Uh, they still, they're still dealing with a bunch of injuries. 
I'm, I don't know. I really, I really don't know who to pick. I'll go, I'll go with St. Louis. Yeah, the West is really shallow is what you're getting yeah. out there. there. There's nothing. I think it, it would be wrong of me to not say Colorado would be my pick because, like I just said, it's, if it's about getting there and getting close year after year, they've been in the thick of things year after yep. year. They did go out pretty bad last year, but they keep getting back. So I like them, but I do like the Flames as well, unfortunately. I, th- I think the Oilers at 10-1, to 1, you're just not – like – I don't like you never know though they could just be like a team that kind of just off the top of my head like they could just be like Dallas that uh, one year in the bubble where I was like um like Hudobin like what the hell how how do you get to the to the finals with Hudobin but if if you know Miko can play kind of like how Hudobin does I don't need to talk about Edmonton's offense like we already know that and if you know the defense can just be mediocre um you know anything can happen and that's the thing with hockey like you could just get any the most random team can make it and 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 the thing with Edmonton is I don't think they're a random team because like you literally have the two best players in, in hockey you have David and Dreisaitl and um it, you know it's I still think it's about time when we're just waiting when they just go off and it's just they take over the games both of them um but I think if they can just get solid goalie play which they have been getting the last couple you know weeks months here um, you know, Edmonton's still dangerous too. Yeah, I will say quickly, I think the best thing that bodes well for them is, like we've said, if, if it's about getting reps over and over again, they have been in playoff series the last couple of years, and they were in it a few years before that. I think what is working best in their favor, though, is that it looks like they're able to win without them exerting maximum energy and that's the literally the best thing anybody could ask for because when it gets to playoff time if those two can be at a hundred percent ready to go like all right we're just gonna like unleash ourselves on the other team there's not going to be a team that can contain them so i think that's the best sign but we'll see what happens i do like the flames unfortunately we'll see adam do you want to pick a team from the west i like the flames Mm, do you let's go that's shocking (laughs) <laughs> fascinating all right it's time for weekend winners and losers let's do it i can go first here my first winner is capping and i don't even need to send these to cap or not because these are two unanimous lies that i heard this weekend so i'm gonna give them to you the first one i'm sure we all saw it friday night lebron james at it again adding to the extended cap sheet by saying, quote, I saw Scotty Barnes for the first time in seventh grade, and I told one of my good friends he was going to be special. Just a classic, classic LeBron lie. One of my good friends, so it's nameless, so you can't figure it out. And even mm. if somebody were to like question him about this, he's got guys lined up who would be like, oh, yeah, like I was there with LeBron when Scotty Barnes was in seventh grade. Yeah. Like He's not lying. And the video is so... You got to watch the video of him lying because you can see the moment where he considers the lie and then he just lets it go. He's like, <laughs> I just knew he was going to be special. So it is, a, it is a tough, tough scene for LeBron adding to the cap sheet. And then the second lie this week, um, creator of Ethereum, Vitalik Buterin. Yeah. I, I hope I said that right. Did you see this? I saw no, he, he I was in... Yeah, oh, I know sorry. who he is. And I, yeah, you just go for it. Yeah, he was on the cover of uh, Time magazine. 
and a bunch of people were saying he looks like uh, Tom Brady never went to the gym or he looks like Tom Brady like stopped eating for two months or a dystopian Tom Brady like they sort of have like a slight resemblance so Vitalik said quote I didn't even know who Tom Brady is I had to ask people around me my best guess was he was the actor from Mission Impossible that's an insane lie that that is a guaranteed lie you don't think that's a lie I don't think that's Cap at all. He's isn't he like he's like Russian or something, right? Yeah, but he went to University of Waterloo. Like he moved to Canada like ten years ago. You telling me they don't watch the Super Bowl at the University of Waterloo? Yeah, uh, I don't think that's. You a know lie. what? This guy is just so like, like I don't even. I, it might not be Cap because I think, I to think us, yeah, to us it's yeah. so unbelievable because our lives are like sports and everyone we hang out with watches sports. But if you go to like a normal person at school or something and you like a, any like random person in the hallway and you ask them who Tom Brady is, they might not know. Well, I don't think he's a normal person is my point because <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. any normal person would know who Tom Brady is. Like but go I up think to a super guy, genius in like engineering or something. Yeah, he's, he's like a super genius. I don't think like I don't know if he could name you like three sports. It's like he's too busy creating like Ethereum. And I think, you know, Ethereum's like, if I could like guess a big deal, probably takes quite a while to like figure all that crap out. Like I still don't get crypto um, invested in it, but still have no idea how it works. Let's go. Um, <laughs> Let's go. But yeah, he looks scary. People were actually questioning on the Time Magazine cover, like, is he alive? Because he doesn't really look like he's alive. He doesn't look like he eats. Like, yeah. It's kind of a frightening picture, but I yeah. think I still think you say you walk up to any random person and ask them who Tom Brady is. I guarantee you, ninety nine out of a hundred are telling me that uh, at least getting isn't that the football guy? Like that's at least the bare minimum of what I'm getting, and I'm counting that as knowing who he is. My grandma, who lives in like Serbia, who has no exposure to Western media, I think she'd know. Like, yeah. there's got to be like she's there's got to be a way. There absolutely has to be a way. I, I think it's very true. And speaking of Tom Brady, my second winner this week was staying healthy because Tom Brady put up on his Instagram story this morning, um, TB12 tips to stay healthy this spring. So I thought I could run down the list with you guys and you let me know if you guys are going to be doing the TB12 tips to stay sure. healthy this spring. Number okay. one, keep a positive TB12 mindset. Yeah, I think I'll commit to that. <laughs> you think you can do that one? Yeah, I think I, I think so. Adam, are you going to do that? I don't know what a TB12 mindset is, but I'll try. You don't You don't have to know. Just if someone asks you and you're like, yeah, I've been doing it. Yeah, okay. I've been keeping the positive TB12. Like, okay, okay. Do you think I'm not a positive guy type B? <laughs> um, number two, drink half your weight in fluid ounces of water. And I looked into this, 34 fluid ounces is a liter. So do that math in your head because you have to do half your body weight. And yeah, I, no. Oh, that's that's not a lot. That's pretty easy. Yeah, are you, do I don't want to be going to the bathroom like all the time. That's like, I just hate. That's like two and a half liters of water for me, and I have way more than you guys. So I think it's achievable. Tough. I'm not doing that for me. <laughs> You're not a water guy. I am a water guy. I'm putting like, them down. Like, trust me, I love water as much as the next guy, but I just hate having like my bladder nonstop every hour. I feel the need to go pee. Like, it I doesn't sound it. like you do like water as much as the next guy. <laughs> uh, number three, make 80% of your diet vegetables. 
not happening. Yeah. <laughs> How much money does he think I have, dude? What? Yeah, it's true. That's like a rich person kind of thing. Yeah. I'm... That's a like, I have my own chef type of thing. Like you're not eating broccoli for 80% of your diet, but you have a chef that like makes your diet 80% vegetables and makes it taste good. Like we don't have that luxury. Yeah, true. That's kind of like a Kim K thing. Like when I roasted her for like, yeah, people like don't want to work. Like you guys don't know what it takes. Like all those people that are like, yeah, I can't believe I was eating all this junk before. Like, I, like I just don't get why people don't want to eat like healthy, like fresh, like all this. I'm like, like, trust me, dude, I'd love to have a five-star chef in my kitchen. I'll eat, <laughs> I'll eat grass because he'll make it taste good. But like, we do, like, like, like Adam said, like some of us can't afford that luxury. Like literally like this bag of chips is like $3. Like I'm going to get it. And it's yeah. not good. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah. This hot and ready pizza, $6 for yeah. a full pizza. Little Caesars, baby. Like I'm yeah. signing up for that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Free shipping. Um, <laughs> they got, I'll just uh, clump a couple together here. Cause it's going to get a little too, you know, yeah. a little too Tom Brady diety. Um, consume vitamin D consume essential fatty acids, which is like nuts and seeds and, uh, skip sugar, refined carbs and processed snacks. That's steps three through six. Just so you guys know, I think, uh, that's a pretty anonymous again, going to be tough. Cause I don't have a chef. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. Anytime you don't have like a chef just in your kitchen at a moment's notice being ready to cook absolutely whatever you ask for uh, is tough. But can I actually just say that um, besides the first one where it says uh, have like a positive TB12 mind or whatever, yeah. this really just sounds like anything I'd type into Google on how to eat healthy. <laughs> this is really not that much different if I'm going to be honest. But it's the TB12 tips, dude. Yeah, but the TB12 tips sound like any like first link I'd hit on Google when asked yeah. like how to eat healthy. Yeah, maybe but, it was so. a little plagiarism is what you're getting at. There. That's what I think. A lot yeah. of it. Do you guys take vitamin D? Just no. curious. Yeah, I start. I try. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna commit to this, and I did it for three days, and then I just forgot. It was too much of a hassle to take a little. Yeah, I just kept every day. Yeah, yeah nice. it, it's tough, dude. I put some vitamin C by my uh, by my toaster because usually every day I make some toast, <laughs> and I was like, oh, if I put it here, like I got no excuse. Like I'm already <laughs> at the toaster, like it's already in the jar, and I've been skipping it fat. So that's tough. Vitamin um, D is more important, especially where we live. So you should get on it, Phil. I, I recommend will. It. I'll get I'll get on that. Um, number seven, move for thirty to sixty minutes each day. Number eight, extra vitamin C by adding more citrus fruits to your diet. I'll actually, I'll do citrus fruits. And sure. uh, number nine is add zinc to your diet if you had any of those. Yeah, zinc's a huge one. I can, uh, as like a health professional, zinc's actually like a big deal. Uh, helps fight <laughs> off virus and, and uh, you know, any bacteria in there. It's pretty big vitamin. Let's go. I choose uh, you. Vitamin. Yeah, I can commit to vitamin C. Like I can cut my own orange. So you can't do... D, but you can do C. <laughs> well, C, like it's more enjoyable to, uh, you know, have a fresh orange there. Yeah. And just and just eat that or like a mandarin or something as opposed to like the little pill. Cause I, I don't really get too much enjoyment from just guzzling down like a vitamin. Especially because you need to drink it with water and you're not a big water well, there guy. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Uh-huh. Adam has diagnosed all the time. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we, there you we go. We cracked the case. Uh, the last three consume protein every four to six hours throughout the day sleep at least eight hours a night and uh get probiotics into your diet and tom says how many of these are you able to accomplish 
Yeah, Adam is not sleeping eight hours a day. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> Ricochet shot. That was tough. Yeah, that came out of nowhere. I don't know how he's uh, eating 80% of his diet and vegetables, but he's having protein every four hours. This so guy must be not, yeah, exposed. Tough. Wow. Unless he's eating like a horse, dude. He's just keep putting it down 24-7. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. You never know. So that was staying healthy with Tom Brady. Those are my winners this weekend. What do you guys have? Uh, I'll go here with my winner. Like you said, um, it was LeBron. We're just being an unbelievable GM. So I have to give him a shout out for that. And then my second winner here is Cat. Um, cause he was able to get some shots in on Westbrook, which I loved anytime he can just roast Westbrook. I think he had like a live stream going on or something. And it was from his bedroom. Yeah. He's a uh, Twitch streamer. He's yeah. a Twitch streamer. There you go. Yeah. That's what it was. A lot of uh, NBA players are getting into the Twitch streaming game. I see Terrence I think, Ross on there all the time. I think he's like a COD guy. Mm, is he? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe GT. I don't know. Anyways. Um, and he was just flaming Westbrook about how Westbrook can't take any heat because, and this is true. Um, Westbrook would always do the, uh, the baby thing, like, um, cradling the baby, rock the baby, rock the bait, rock the baby. Yeah. Rock the baby. Um, and he was just going at Westbrook for, uh, not being able to take the heat. Um, and I also want to shout out and, and really just cat and the Timberwolves are winners because I think they've won out of their last nine, they've won eight and, um, and they and they've really been clicking. So I want to give some love to the Timberwolves. Um, you know, cat and Edwards have kind of been the main pieces there and, and Russell's, you know, when he's not shooting two for 11, he's, he's playing well. Um, and, and shout out Chris Finch too, former Raptor guy. He's got them playing well. So um, Kat's been through a lot, uh, as we all know of in the past. And, and it's good to see him win in here. Mm-hmm. I thought I, I'm going to be honest. I didn't really like, I didn't really care for the video because I thought the way that they treated like Westbrook, you know, he was a showboat in his day. Like he certainly was. It is kind of ridiculous that he's like, I can't take any criticism. Like, okay. Yeah. You, you were like bullying Gobert and Beverly for like years on end. Like <laughs> you can take your day in the heat, but the way that they acted during that game was so audacious out of this world like LeBron is sitting on one end of the court and Beverly like runs up to him screaming it's like okay Patrick Beverly you don't have to scream at LeBron James like it's it's really not that big a deal but anyway Adam what you have in winners this week uh so I just have one winner and it's kind of a shout out to our expert on the show who couldn't make it today but my winner is F1 so first F1 race of the season was uh this weekend and it's actually gained a lot of popularity from what I'm seeing. I mean, everyone, not everyone I know, but a lot of people I know are talking about F1, which honestly, at no point in my life have I seen people talk about F1. So I feel like we're kind of getting it out there on the show. You know, people are listening to the show and they're getting into F1. So I think uh, that's working. And kind of wanted to recap it just because I know you don't watch. But, yeah, um, let's do it. I was going to say quickly, if there's any show that drives awareness towards F1, it's definitely this one. So Yeah, you, you're so right. for, the, for the people wondering, uh, McLaren and Red Bull not looking good. They're at zero points after the weekend. Ferrari Tough. won it. Yeah, Ferrari won in a landslide and then Mercedes came in second. So Ferrari's looking good and the main guy Charles Leclerc, I'm sure you've heard of him. Big big it. name, big name. Yeah, he's a big name. And then Hamilton was third, so he's also a big name. And I don't know any of these other names, but I'll work on that. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sure if you asked Vitalik who uh, Charles Leclerc was, he'd know right away. He yeah. wouldn't have any doubts like Tom Brady. <laughs> well, Vitalik is just a computer at this point. You could really just you know, Google anything and he'd know. Yeah, now that he knows who Tom Brady is, there's no stopping him. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But F1, though, I think you're right. This is a major... It's turning into a big deal. You see a lot of people talking about it. I think... Especially younger people now. Yeah. I feel like, which uh-huh. is, like, weird. I mean, I personally don't enjoy watching it, but... <laughs> yeah, um, like, it, it, I speak for myself only here, probably, but... Like as a kid, if it wasn't on like Sports Center, I wasn't watching it. Like it needed yeah. to be on there, so it never was. I never picked it up. But I guess a lot of people are getting into it. I don't know. Are are, are like I know Owen's into it, but how into it are we? I'm I'm still having a hard time. Like I've watched like the first season, but it's not it's not grasping me that much. Are you talking about the Netflix show? Yeah. Or, yeah. Well, yeah. the Netflix show hasn't made me want to actually like get up at six in the morning and watch watch it. Yeah. I haven't tried the Netflix show yet, but maybe that's my first step. So I'll get on that. Let's right. go. Adam has been committing to a lot of TV shows recently, which yeah, is very, very I, strange. Promises I can't keep, but yeah. we'll try. Mm-hmm. You're writing checks you can't cash. It is what it is. <laughs> uh, weekend losers. My first loser this weekend is hating because uh, Skip Bayless unleashed this video where he says that he's watched every single one of LeBron James, every single game that LeBron James has ever played. He's watched every single one. That's what Skip Bayless says. Um, he says since his rookie season, he just can't miss them. Quote, I won't miss them because I can't miss them. And I can't miss them because there is no one man that has ever entertained more in sports than LeBron James. He's just a generational hater. It really is what it comes down to. He literally has been hating him on TV for like 20 years straight, and he can't miss a game. It is incredible dedication. I'm not sure if it's a cap or not situation here, but I'm willing to believe that it, it it's probably cap. I'm willing to guess that he's missed probably like 100. Like you're not watching, you know, Cavaliers Pistons in 2006. Like you just weren't doing it. But yeah. he he does make a point that everything LeBron James does is interesting. So that that's fair that's fair but i also think he's he's learning a lie like lebron mm. so he's learning mm. actually and kind of mm. just quickly back to lebron if we had to pick out of lebron or russell wilson who's the bigger liar because those guys have been caught a line quite a bit in the media it's it it has to be lebron i he's i love like, lebron so much that the thing about LeBron is he believes his lies. He know he like he like digs deep yeah. into himself and he's like, "Oh, this is true. Like this is 100% true." Like the, the Kobe Bryant video that we've talked about a hundred times is simply the most incredible lie of all time. I was watching just think about the brass tacks of that sentence. I was watching Raptors Lakers on Sunday night and I said to my friend, "He's going for 70 tonight." <laughs> but he believes it in his mind. I think it's got to be him. What do you think? I don't know. I think it's I think it's got to be Wilson because with LeBron, it's like it's really just things he's saying, and it's like you know he like there's a chance he might have said this, but Russell Wilson is just saying things that like physically aren't possible. <laughs> like you don't have LeBron saying, "Well, yeah, like I, I don't know." Every I have I, twenty hours a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally, or like you know, I jumped from like the CN Tower. <laughs> you know, dunked or whatever. Like that's something Russell Wilson would say. But Russell Wilson, like saying all the like the rehab thing, I think is one of the craziest things I've ever heard. Like yeah. 19 hours a day. Like you just know that's not possible. And with LeBron, like I'd I'd hear him out. Like I wouldn't start laughing in his face when he says the lie. Russell Wilson, I just want to burst out laughing like at, when he says his lies. So it's got to be yeah. Russell. We're in the we're in a bit of a capidemic, I'd say. Mm, yeah. yeah. 
I think we are. I think maybe we need to ban those two from Capernaum unless they fully come out with a crazy one. Because they're just they, – they, they're Automatic the cap every time. Yeah. It's like, you know, at a certain point, it's just not interesting anymore. It's like, yeah. oh, you know what? Like, there they are. They're just, like, breathing, living, capping. That's what those guys yeah. do. They're the goats of the cap. Um, and my second loser this weekend, and this is a good one, is the CCHA. So let me set the scene for you. Did you guys see what happened on Saturday yeah. night? Yeah disaster you saw i'm gonna break the news to adam i purposely didn't text him because i wanted to tell him about this on the podcast minnesota state college hockey playing against bemidji state college hockey huge game for those who don't know adam and i have a lifelong friend on bemidji state this is why this is of interest to him huge game it's a it's called the let me look look at what it's called it's called the mason cup which means you win, you go to the like tournament, which in hockey they only do 16 teams qualify for the tournament. So it's like a big deal. You win this, you're this Minnesota team in the tournament, basically. Game goes to overtime, 1-1 after, after three periods. In overtime, Minnesota State scores, and they celebrate, and they present them the trophy, and the refs leave. And the fans leave, and the and Minnesota State's in the locker room celebrating, drinking, and then, forty minutes later, the commissioner says, "Review that goal. That goal didn't go in." And if you look at the video, it's a breakaway. So the goalie put, put, brings both his legs back into the post like this, and he jars the net up, and then the puck slides under the side of the net. So the goalie had cut the entire angle in front of the net. And then the net moved up in the air in the split second. And in that split second, the guy slid it under the side. So it's like it never went in. He just slid it under. Okay? So they do this review initiated by the commissioner. I don't know how they didn't catch it at first. And then they decide, okay, no goal. We'll go back out. The guys get five minutes to warm up. They, like, get new jerseys because they're, like, drenched in the celebration. They put the trophy (laughs) back in the case. And then Minnesota State scored like a minute into the other overtime. So it was like pointless. But craziness in the Mason Cup. So I think all this to say, our boy who's on Bemidji State, who there's like, what do you say, like a 10% chance he's listening. I want to say that was probably, that would probably be the worst loss in, in the history of sports right there. Losing twice in overtime of a playoff hockey game in a cup final, that's got to be pretty brutal because you got to like mentally adjust and be like all right i gotta go back out there and i don't want to speak for them but if you lose a minute in you probably like it's physically impossible to mentally adjust after that so and are you even you said 40 minutes like if you lost are you even still there after 40 minutes no like i know it takes a long time to change in hockey but 40 minutes is a lot it was like put your equipment back on and like Go back yeah, but out they're there. like at that point. I'd imagine they're like on the bus, and it's like, yo, we got to turn the bus around. They're reviewing the school. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's just crazy. I don't think they're that far gone, but I think the bus was probably like being packed. I don't even get what the point of like warming up is. Like seriously, what do, what are you even warming up for, bro? I could warm up for like two hours. I'd still be effed up. Like, yeah, I've got alcohol in. Well, maybe they're too young to drink alcohol. I don't know, but like, I don't know how. I, like you said, I don't know how I'd mentally even get prepared for that. And I think the funny is I found the guy's name. I think his name is Don Lucia is the commissioner. Mm. He's probably just, you know, at the after party. Yeah. Like everyone's like, Hey, like you okay, Don, like you seem a little quiet. 
He's like, nah, we got to review the goal. Yeah. We got to review the goal. <laughs> He's like, we got a huge problem. Like, guys, I don't, I don't think you want to see what I, I just saw. Something wrong. This is so tough. That is yeah. a, that is a brutal, brutal situation. So That's right. prayers up to Bemidji state. Um, I'll, I'll go here with my losers. Um, my first loser is, uh, Yusuf Nurkic, actually. Mm. I don't know if you guys, did you see the video? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my God. This is an unbelievable video. If you get a chance, go check it out on Twitter. Um, so, you know, the trailblazers have been having a tough season all year. Um, and they go to Indiana. Um, and, and I think they actually got crushed and, uh, Indiana's <laughs> actually, Great big Pacers, game, huge Blazers. game, tilter, like, you know, race to race to the bottom. <laughs> and Indiana's actually had some problems with fans. I think LeBron got them kicked out, right? Yes, he did. Earlier. Last year. Er, yeah, last year. Yeah, last year. Um, so we already know Indiana has some rowdy fans and same kind of deal. You know, LeBron, high caliber player, Yusuf Nurkic, high caliber <laughs> player. But he goes up to this fan that's sitting courtside. And the fan, um, I don't know what he was saying, but Yusuf just comes over, takes his phone, and just throws it. Like, just throws it over on the ground. Not only that, he comes up to him and he, like, puts his chest into him and goes, like, face to face and yeah. then grabs it. Yeah. Like, like, uh, like uh, I'm about to knock you out, but I'll mm -hmm. knock your phone out first. <laughs> and he takes his phone and just chucks it. And the guy's like, oh, you can't throw my phone. And the video kind of ends. So interested to see what happens there. I mean, that's just that's just funny to me that you'd go over and, and take a guy's phone. Um, and then Raptors, um, kind of back to Westbrook. Uh, huge L. Uh, another video went viral of, of Raptors fans talking smack to Westbrook as he was, like, leaving the hotel or whatever in Toronto. And then he just drains a game-winning three in our face. Um, super embarrassing. I was a bit, I was pretty embarrassed that night to be a Raptors fan. Um, just talking all that smack and then we get smoked by Westbrook hits, hits a shot in our face. Um, definitely, definitely losers there. Um, and Phil, I think, I think the NHL trade deadline people are losers, bro. Like I literally don't know who else there is to get traded. That's um, true. Literally uh, no, the top 20 to 30 guys have basically all been <laughs> traded. Um, there's literally no one, no other big names out there that could possibly get traded. They all got traded before, um, and it's going to be an absolute sleeper of a show. Um, I know Phil. Phil was always a big NHL trade deadline guy, taking always call the call in sick mm -hmm. for school. Um, and and like you said, your parents never were able to figure it out. Yeah, they never caught were, on. Somehow sick, always on NHL trade deadline day. Yeah, somehow so, that always, it just, I always felt the raspy throat coming in on the night yeah. before the trade deadline. I yeah. don't know how that works. So, so I'm sorry for any other young Phils that might be out there that are calling in sick uh, tomorrow for, for school. So uh, it's, it's, it's probably going to be a tough day. It, it probably will be. I will say our boy on Bemidji State, I used to, he used to have to go because, I mean, I think they knew the situation over <laughs> at his house. They caught on. So I would text him, like, the play-by-play -play of what was happening. And then Let's I go. remember one time a teacher texted back on his phone and was like, yo, like, Cut three, it out. three years in a row you've been sick on trade deadline day. Like, relax. It was like, okay, <laughs> all right. What would you have for losers this week, Adam? Um, so we kind of talked about it earlier in the show, but, um, I'm backpacking, backpacking on Alex and hating on my own team and my losers can be the Cowboys, um, just because <laughs> of NFL free agency. So like Phil said, 
um, there was a point on Friday where every single team had signed a free agent except for the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> and I swear, every single time I refresh Twitter, we lost another one of our good players. And I just, it's all because of some big contracts that we don't have to talk about. One big contract. Yeah. Maybe. One literally big man <laughs> with a big contract. Yeah. Literally very large contract. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Feed and- me. Yeah, <laughs> maybe turn him into a fullback. I don't know. Um, but yeah, we lost Lyle Collins, which is uh, a big loss. But, you know, we had to get rid of him because of the contract. But I mean, a positive could be maybe if we feed him a little more, he can become our new tackle. He could. It's true. I don't think he's you even need to feed him far. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's not that far from it. So I don't know. Um, yeah, loser Cowboys for just... Zeke, Zeke's, you know, getting paid enough to play two positions. So I don't think that's, you know, too much of an ask to play, you know, running back and probably tackle. Yeah. Oh, um, you want to give them both. Okay. Yeah. Let's do both. Um, but yeah, it, I feel like it is kind of tough. Just, you know, they did have kind of a tough playoff loss there and then you'd expect, all right, we should probably get better. And then they lose Randy Gregory, Lyle Collins. Um, you know, they don't get a first and a second round pick for Amari Cooper, like the Packers did for Adams. So it's tough. It is, but you were able to retain Mike McCarthy. That's the good news. Okay, we can. Move you get on. the best uh, <laughs> clock manager in the game. Yeah, on the biggest screen in the game. So who's yeah. really winning? I kind of want to talk about doors versus wheels really quick. Oh my! Wow, goodness. we have to go back to this. <laughs> yeah, because in the pre-show last episode when we were waiting for Owen, which shocker, we were waiting for Owen. Um, we were talking about doors versus wheels because everybody's talking about it. And I was thinking team doors is what I was going on. The first time I heard about this, I was team wheels for the people at home. But the more I started thinking about it, I became team doors. And then I don't know why I texted the chat on Friday because I was like, wait a minute. Because what I couldn't (laughs) overcome in my mind was there's four wheels on every car. That simply means that the the wheels have to be more no matter what. And then I don't know how I didn't connect the dots. But on Friday, I realized, oh, wait, there's also four doors on every car. So now I'm back to team doors officially. I was like, I'm not kidding. I think every single person that goes through the whole doors wheels thing, like they think of cars initially. They're like, every car has four wheels. And then like 30 seconds later, they're like, wait, most cars have four doors. But the best part about Phil is that realization came like three days later. It, he it texts was... the chat in all caps. He's like, guys, every car has doors. And we're like, no way, Phil. <laughs> like, we're, we're over that already. It was a shocking realization for me. But I'm back to team doors. I don't think you can convince me otherwise. Well, I'm just saying there's a lot of cars with two doors. There's a lot of cars with more than four wheels, 18 wheelers that only have two doors. Um, there's a lot of toy cars. There's a lot of bikes lot out of, there. Yeah, there's a lot of skateboards, Heelys, conveyor belts. There's not a lot of Heelys. There's a lot of Hot Wheels. There's a lot of Lego cars. Yeah, there's... Hot Wheels tech decks. I understand that, but at the same time, there's a lot of log cabins. There's a lot of Legos that have the little door. There's a lot of uh, houses. Lego has more tires than doors. That's confirmed. Do they? That's My con- theory is just I think it's easier to make a wheel than it is to make a door. You, like 
You can just make a simple wheel. Just a custom. wheel is like why would necessary. anyone ever just make a random door? Yeah, and wheels you need them like for more than just transportation. It's like every appliances in your house have wheels, like cabinets and like not cabinets but drawers and stuff. They need wheels. It's tough because Adam's background is actually just doors, it's which windows, is tough. But <laughs> yeah, Adam's well, zoom you screen. need to get in the building somehow. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, is there any wheels on that building? Is my yeah question. the door handle as a wheel. Okay, that's not really what I'm talking about here. I'm not going to argue against myself, but if I were to, I would say that there's also winter tires, there's summer tires, so you, that you're even, you know, you don't have summer doors, you don't have winter doors, so I don't know. I guess you're right, but I still need to think about it because I'm kind of still team doors. We need to figure out what exactly is a door. I feel yeah. like this debate's kind of over because most people have agreed that it's wheels. Okay, but well, it's nice that you're holding on to it. Lucky for me, I'm not most people. Um, hot take of the week time. Let's do it, and then can we'll... I go? Mine's oh, pretty short. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> mine's pretty short, so I just wanted to get out of the way and then let you do yours. But um, I saw a tweet just about Saints free agency after they didn't get the Sean Watson. This guy was just talking about Jameis Winston, and he's like. Jameis, greater than, and then he just lists a bunch of quarterbacks. Baker Mayfield, Jimmy Garoppolo, Gardner Minshew, Kenny Pickett, Marcus Mariota, Sam Howell, Matt Carell. So, you know, decent, like, nothing to be mad about on that's, that one. That's a fine take. Yeah, that's a good take. So he's he's happy, obviously, that he got Jameis. And then uh, someone in their replies decided to go, you forgot, uh, you forgot Colin Kaepernick is greater than Jameis. So that's mm. just gonna be my hot take of the week. That's, that's maybe, maybe not. Maybe someone who's not in the league is not better than Jameis. Well, you think but Deshaun Watson's gonna have a hard time with no year playing football? Try <laughs> six or seven years Try, without it. Yeah. Uh huh. But he's working every day. Fact. So yeah, he's the best mm-hmm. shape of his life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somehow not having like, you know, three hundred pound men running after you just doesn't in in six seven years just isn't isn't a big deal. Oh, you know, it's yeah. fine. As long as you're practicing and you've got some like skinny guy running after you, it's basically the same thing. And you're yeah. making ice cream flavors. Uh-huh. You're making and ice it, cream flavors. And you're thrown to open uh, receivers too. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. So kind of the same thing. Yeah, and it's not like players have gotten faster. No. <laughs> anything, no. they're getting slower. Yeah, um, exactly. What, what do you have this week, Alex? Hot take. Um, everyone that was laughing at my Raiders because guess what? We just got the best wide receiver like we talked about. Um, I'm seeing too much hate. Uh, I don't know what our odds are to win the division. I think maybe Phil listed it out earlier, but, uh, Hey man, like we're, we're competitive. Like I I was seeing too much hate. Um, and you know, they had me worried there with the lack of off season moves. I thought we were going to be, you know, the Cowboys. Um, (laughs) but, but definitely not made some good moves. So, um, all those people that were roasting my Raiders, we're back. We're back in the thick of things. So you still have the worst odds to win the division by far. Exactly. And I think that's good value. That's good value. Hop on it now is what you're saying. Hop on it now Uh because the odds are only going to go higher. It's all about getting good value. It doesn't matter if you make money. Uh huh. It's all about where'd you get the line at. So if somebody <laughs> says, "Oh, I got that too," where'd you get it? Plus seven fifty. Oh, I got it at plus a thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. I'm just so. smarter than you. I just thought about it faster. Yeah. Let's uh-huh. go, Patriots West. Uh huh. Exactly, McDaniel's Bolden. <laughs> uh huh. 
Um, my hot take of the week, this guy on March the 14th, so that would be a week ago, last Monday, tweeted some off-season predictions. And uh, let me know if you guys can crack the code on what this guy's favorite team might be. So he tweets out, J.C. Jackson, Cowboys. Juju Smith-Schuster, Cowboys. Allen Robinson, Patriots. Bobby Wagner, Cowboys. Deshaun Watson, Seahawks. Seahawks. Chandler Jones, Cowboys. <laughs> Tyron Matthew, Cowboys. Lyle Collins, Dolphins. Dolphins. Brandon Scherf, Cowboys. Devontae Adams, Cowboys. <laughs> so he, it's, it's a tough one to figure out who he might cheer for there, but he went 0 for 10, if you were wondering, on those predictions. Uh, tough, but, uh, you know. I can't hate, though, because I'm sure he was under the assumption that, uh, you know, they'd maybe even just, just try to restructure Zeke's contract. So he yeah. thought, you know, they'd have all that extra money to just spend on those guys. Uh-huh, load up. Mm-hmm. Load up, exactly. Yeah. And guys would be willing to take pay cuts to come to the Cowboys. Exactly. I like yeah. how he admitted defeat, like, can't get Allen Robinson. Too much. Too much. Yeah, we'll yeah, get yeah. get Juju, yeah. though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's where we're, we're going to save money. We're going to get Juju at a bargain price. Yeah, exactly. One mil. Yeah. <laughs> He'll play on the vet min. Yeah, exactly. To win a ring. <laughs> he's going to see JC Jackson, Brandon Scherf, and Devontae, and he's like, whoa, I got to get there. Yeah, nah. exactly. Uh huh. And plus, they opened up so much space by getting rid of Cooper. So, I mean. Makes sense. Yeah. Anything to say, Adam? No, I think he just forgot about the whole salary cap situation. Yeah. Classic. Mm-hmm. Classic. Yeah, classic. <laughs> classic. I played Madden with it off. So Classic. The salary <laughs> cap's not a real thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Classic <laughs> mistake. Well, that was good for a penalty kill. Well done, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. As good as it gets, I guess, without Owen. Yeah. Uh-huh. I wonder what he would have said today in any of these conversations. I don't know. Not... We asked him, but he didn't tell us. It's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll never know. I'm trying to think if there was anything he really would have made a point to say in any of our conversations. I can't think of anything aside from him, like maybe bringing up the Jets in the off-season category. He would have yeah. probably reminded us that he said the Browns would be good with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, true. And he would have probably corrected me on my F1. Mm-hmm. I have huge news. I forgot to mention it. You guys okay. know uh, Kay Adams? No. Oh, that's the name sounds familiar. She's she's the girl on NFL Network. Yeah. She does the Good Morning Football. You know who I'm talking about right yeah, now? Yeah, 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 yeah. I have huge, huge news. Okay. Let's hear it. Dating CJ Uzama. Oh, the guy that went he went to the Jets. Yeah, the Bengal tight end who went to the Jets. Whoa. I know. Whoa. It was shocking Wait. news, well, right? She, well, she probably does she not do the show then from New York? I think she does. So maybe oh. there was some collusion there. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Um, that, that's that's tampering. It yeah. is tampering by <laughs> NFL Network. Exactly. Uh-huh. Getting the Jets all the good players. That Literally. Uh-huh. Anytime you can get CJ Uzama, you pull out all the tricks. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Pretty crazy. I, th- I, I thought it was shocking, so I had to bring that up. Anyway. That's unbelievable. Okay. <laughs> Well, we'll be back on Thursday. We'll talk some tournament. We'll talk whatever comes up in the first couple days of the week. We'll figure out something to do. Another one without Owen. We'll make it through. Anything you guys want to say before we go? I'm trying to think if I can like, intim- like, impersonate Owen here, but 
I don't know oh. what I'd say. You like, just go. Uh, so for those who don't know, um, I'm 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 sure you've seen this before, but um, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like how last show he caught himself in one of those, and he was just like, "Oh, I'm I don't even know what people see anymore." So <laughs> it's like it's like he thought he was out of touch. It's like no, no, you, you could still say it. It applied. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll be back on uh, Thursday. Like I said, have a good start to your week, everybody. See ya.